Drunk Dish contains adult language that may not be appropriate for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. care about the table. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Drunk Dish, where three delicious dishes explore food history and get pickled in the process. This is episode four, and it's kind of special because we're starting a new thing, kind of like little sub-episodes. I don't know. Yeah. It'll be a series. So this is episode four, Scandals mm-hmm. number one. Woo-hoo. Super excited because this is how I get to work in my my true crime fetish, even <laughs> though we're not a true crime podcast. Um, so I'm Melissa. I'm Amy. And I'm Kate. Very cool. That's everybody. <laughs> um, now that we introduced ourselves every episode, we like to ask one food-related question. In this episode, we get our question from shit. Who? Amy? Me. Amy. From Amy. <laughs> also known as shit. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, hit me with it. So my question today is, I know we've kind of talked about like what we're into the need of cooking before, but do you have a food phobia in relation to like eating things like and it could be something where if you found it in your food, you'd immediately be grossed out or you like you're terrified to ever try it. Um, yeah. And I can give my answer first. Um, in the impending robot uprising or zombie apocalypse, <laughs> I would not survive uh, on things like like canned food like i'm not like i'm not a good like survivalist eater sure like, i'm not a mre is not really your thing what's not really my thing mre oh mre mm-hmm. yes that actually sounds way more appetizing than what i what i think of okay sure okay which is like having to like like hunt and prepare your own meats or like scavenging like things like if things get really desperate like bugs Mm-hmm. Um, or relying on really old mm-hmm. canned food, canned foods in general, like skeeve me out. Get you some of that botulism. Okay. <laughs> so really, like I have a my answer is a really big answer because I'm a chicken. Okay. So okay, yeah, I um I always said that if I had to hunt for my own meat, I would not. I would be a vegetarian for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because that's just. Nope. Nope. No thanks. Mm-mm. Um, it's ooh, funny. that's a good question. Yeah. And I've, like, I've raised, <clears throat> I've, I'm kind of a hillbilly. So, like, I, when I was a child, I actually raised a pig okay. for slaughter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, in, like, a contained environment where, like, I know what the animal's been through from beginning of its life to the end. Yeah, like, that makes it better. <laughs> Melissa's Drama. face. Melissa's <laughs> face is not a pleasant one right now. Oh. But that to me, like, is is I'm more comfortable. Sure. That. No, that's. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's admirable. But like, yeah. But yeah, like I'm also not the one that like filleted the meat mm-hmm. and like portioned it out and like did that. And yeah. I, like that process would gross me the f out. Right. Right. Yeah. For for sure. I mean, I fished like all when I was a little kid like for and we would just fish and I would put the worm on the hook and you Mm -hmm. know my grandmother's rule was if you cook it if you catch it and you want to eat it you clean it so I learned very early very young how to clean like 
fish, which is disgusting. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I don't know if I could do that with a. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, I yeah. think I think in a survival situation <clears throat> and in a starvation situation, you you do things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What you? I mean, I'm sure most people that have gotten stranded and ended up eating their fellow. Uh, passengers or whatever <laughs> probably never thought that they were a person that could like eat another person right. or kill and cook and eat another True, person. Right, 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 right. Um, but I get, yeah, I get that. Uh, uh, it being a phobia doesn't mean that you couldn't do it. It so just that's means you have a phobia of doing it. So, yeah. so that's true. But really, the actual phobia is of canned goods. <laughs> yeah, let's unpack. Is that right? <laughs> let's let's uncan that. <laughs> Sidebar, kids. Uh, <laughs> Sidebar. Yeah. yeah Amy, lay down. How does that make you feel? Yeah. How does a can opener make you feel? Okay. I don't know. I read The Jungle when I was very Okay, so, little. okay, I was, so you, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. so yep. I'm just I'm wary mm-hmm. of 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 food like that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, my mine. I'm just gonna hop right in here. Yeah, it's a go good ahead. Segue, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is directly because of the jungle. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Have you ever read that, Melissa? I don't know that I have. Eighth grade is too young to read that book. Yeah. Um, I mean, about I... the meat packing industry and industrialization of the food industry. In the twenties, um, in the twenties and thirties. Yeah. So it's actually it. You would actually love it because it's actually a book. Um, it was meant to like be like, yay, socialism. But when people read it, they were just like, oh, this is going in our fucking food. Like they focused on the food part, not on the human part. Right. Which I think is really sad. But you know, good book. Definitely recommend reading it. Like I've heard of it, but I don't think I read it in school. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely am to the traumatized place where the food part (laughs) was what stuck with me. So yeah, for me, um, I would say, um, undercooked meat is probably pork in Mm. particular is probably my, but pork you can have undercooked now. now. They say you can. Yeah. I don't trust them. (laughs) This is just making me turn your levels down. Dang. (laughs) Um, yeah, but you know, from being just it being, in just bred yeah. in my brain that pork had to be cooked all the way through, you know, um, because you don't want to get any of those little worms going on. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's that's what the... again Melissa's face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, mine ties right into that. It's basically the same thing, which we talked about, I think, on our like first episode, um, where I don't cook meat. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's one of the main reasons Mm -hmm. is because it just it's such a fucking hassle and worrying about it being undercooked and then dying. But also like get I have a a irrational fear of getting parasites. (laughs) Like anytime there's anything wrong with me, I'm like, I bet it's fucking parasites. (gasps) Like, like, look at my shit in the toilet. Make sure I don't (laughs) see anything in there because because it's probably parasites. Um, It's never been parasites. I am a. White middle class woman living in New Hampshire. Yeah. That doesn't travel. That barely travels. It's never yeah. been parasites. <laughs> um, you I don't can know. Get some from the lake, but they eat your brain. So I don't know what food. the white part had to do with that. I don't know why I said that. Middle class was the important 
focus there that doesn't travel. Yeah. <laughs> the white part doesn't really mean anything. Like other races are more prone to get parasites or something. I don't I, even I think know. It just goes to show that we are in New Hampshire. But and also, you're leading, you're leading a privileged life. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, accurate. Um, also, it just bugs in food in general. I have a, like Ugh. Greg always gives me a really hard time because like if I see a black speck in something, <laughs> I have to like investigate it Mm -hmm. and be like what is this like pick it out and like every time he sees me doing it he's like babe it's fine it's fine even if it is a bug just fucking eat it like it's fine acceptable amount of bugs allowed in canned in food and chocolate and chocolate yeah well a lot of chocolate has rennet in it which is disgusting anyways which is a whole nother starbucks you drink you drink those starbucks drinks that are red oh yeah the beetles yeah yeah red what is that like red number five or something yeah. But yeah, that's so bugs and food and then like undercooked stuff and getting parasites is. <sighs> I also have a weird thing against Tostino's pizza rolls, but that's a much deeper thing that we can't explain. What? I can't explain it. A therapist would need to do that for me. <laughs> wow. I don't know. Hold on. Let me tell my therapist right now that I'm having an issue about Tostino's pizza rolls. <laughs> Wow. Maybe no. is it, does it relate to trust issues? Like, because they look like they're cool enough, but then you bite into them. I mean, that like is definitely, that mouth. is definitely part of it. Like, just get a bagel bite. Yeah. Like, bagel bites are far superior than I mean, it, rolls. yeah, first of all, it tastes better. Yeah. And you can get that, like, crunchy cheese on top. Yeah. But second, you, like, can actually let them fucking cool off and you can, like, tap on it. Mm. I mean, you do get a little bit, the sauce that gets caught mm-hmm. underneath the cheese could burn, but. Yeah, no, I have irrational hatred towards Tostino pizza rolls. Wow. Yeah. Good to know. Good, good, good to know. Yeah. Perfect. For so sure. now I have data on all of you and how to terrorize. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Unfortunately, the same way as we would terrorize you. So yeah, we're all sure. kind of in the same boat. One, of us, <laughs> one <laughs> of us is a lot easier to terrorize than the other two of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, wow, yeah. Question. Yeah, that was a good question. That was fun. Thank a little you. trip into our psyche. I also think that um, I'm gonna be thinking about this question, and I'm going to be like, "Oh no, that's what it actually is." Because there's, I feel like it's there's probably something else that actually freaks me. Cottage cheese freaks me out. Cottage um, cheese doesn't freak me out. I wanna like it, no. but I don't, because it's like healthy for. It. Oh my god, though, amazing thing about cottage cheese. So uh, a little while back, what did we make? We made. <laughs> I could definitely hear that <laughs> very clearly. All right. Well, I move back. All right. Like... No. <laughs> I mean, whatever. It's fine. You enjoy your seltzer, girl. Uh, get hydrated. Um, what did we make? We made like. Some sort of cheesy lasagna-type lasagna dish. Yeah. It wasn't lasagna. Oh, we made baked ziti. Okay. But the recipe we found said to use a cottage cheese Lies. instead of ricotta. Lies. Because cottage Weird. cheese has way more flavor than ricotta does. I'm. T- this was the best baked ziti I'd ever had in my life. Kate, I'm telling I, you. Jake has put my, it in our mac and cheese before, and he, like, much prefers it, but I think it's gross. My, but would you put ricotta cheese in your mac and cheese? No. It's yeah. It's a replacement for ricotta. Yeah. I have um I have a offshoot of one, one sidebar. Of sidebar. <laughs> no, I was going to say my one of my uh aunts uh and cousins refuses to eat ricotta like they do not do ricotta cheese, so they do uh cottage cheese in their 
Later. That's like the same. In their lasagna. No, it's it was really good. Mm. It was the best big CD I'd ever I've ever had. I'm telling you, cross my heart. It was so good. And that was with uh, cottage cheese instead of ricotta. Mm. I said the same thing when he told me the recipe he was gonna make. I was like looking at him with that suspicious eye, and I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know about that. Uh, but moving on. <laughs> what are we What are we drinking tonight, Melissa? I'm very excited about this one. So I want that bottle is so pretty. It is very pretty. Oh. There will be pictures of it on the blog and on in, down on the Graham Town. Graham Town. Graham Town. All right. USA. So um, we are drinking the uh, 2015 Virginia Dare American Chardonnay. Ooh. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Chardonnays, but I also haven't had a Chardonnay in like probably 10 years. So I figured let's oh, give wow. this one a chance. Um, it comes from the Russian River Valley in Sonoma County, California. So I picked this one because of scandals. It's not really a scandal. It's more of like a legend. Ooh. Yes. So I'm going to read you a little story. This is basically verbatim from the Wines website. Okay. By the way, cite my sources, Coppola family. Because uh, mm-hmm. this is put on put out by the Coppola wineries, I guess, but not really, but kind of. This is a weird thing. But so, let me weave you a tale. Mm. So more than 400 years ago, a small group of English colonists arrived in America on a ship with sails shaped like wings. They were unknowing and unwelcome to this strange new land, and life was difficult. Their governor set sail again to seek help, but by the time he returned to the colony, do you guys know what Growing I'm saying? Up? Had vanished. No women laughing, no babies crying, no hearths or homes lost without a trace. The only clue? Cryptic letters carved into a tree. Croatoan. I literally have watched at least like five made for TV. It's such a cool myth. Although I feel like we pretty much know what happened to them. But that doesn't fit into this story. So we're not going to talk about it. The truth. (laughs) So, to this day, nobody knows what happened to the colony, although there are some strong theories. Uh, Some say there were signs of a bloody battle. There weren't. Others believe more (laughs) mystical forces were at work. There weren't. Uh, But some storytellers believe there may have been a survivor. A baby girl with hair light as sunshine. She was the very first child of English descent born on American soil. So that part's true. Virginia Dare was the very first child of English descent born on American soil. Um, and her name was Virginia Dare. Soon Which after, is an awesome name. Yes. Yeah. Soon after the lost colony mysteriously disappeared, stories began circulating of a fair-haired young girl being raised within the community of a legendary Native American chief named Manteo, who had been a trusted liaison between the colonists and the Native Americans. Legend has it the girl grew up among the Croatoan, happy and healthy. As a young woman, her beauty and kindness was renowned. She was beloved by all who beheld her, though she remained virtuous and fell in love with a young warrior in the tribe. But when she resisted the advances of a jealous suitor who practiced dark magic, he transformed her into a white doe, fated to be hunted by men forever. So this is the legend of the white doe. Wow. Yeah. Um, One, that's mm-hmm. kind of a badass story. And two, she was already being haunted by men yes. because patriarchy. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Fitting, fitting. <laughs> the White Doe's beauty and grace was legendary. In vain, hunters tracked her through the forest until only two men persevered, a hunter and the true love. 
The young lover's arrow was charmed and would restore the doe to her human form, but the hunter's arrow also found its mark. As the two arrowheads pierced her heart, the white doe changed back into a fair maid, but it was too late. As she fell dying, she whispered her true name. Then she was gone. And where she fell, the stories tell us, her blood soaked the soil. Lush grapes grew there, the white scuppernong variety cultivated by the locals. The fruit on the vines was forever stained with her blood. And that, the legend says, is how wine in the Americas became red. Oh. Not true. <laughs> but a nice thought. Yeah. Um, is it a nice thought? Well, no, like it's a cute... Mm, that's not the right word either. It's a interesting story. Yes. To say the least. That she's why we have red wine, wine, even though red wine existed way before this happened. Right. So um, this is a 2015. So I'm also going to read basically verbatim from the website on this one because there's some like uh, kind of like environmental stuff that happened with this one. Yeah. Uh, so 2015 not only marks the fourth consecutive season of exceptional fruit quality in California, but also saw the earliest harvest on record. Early bud break and persistent dry conditions coupled to form a lighter than normal crop. So this hopefully won't be as um, full bodied. Excellent weather throughout the growing season along with lower yields resulted in fruit with intense concentration and beautiful aromatic qualities. Um, so this has flavors of clove and lemon and is also buttery. Chardonnay is often described as buttery, which is kind of like why I'm not the biggest fan because um, I d- wouldn't drink butter. Um <laughs> Its luscious palate flaunts apple, peach, and pineapple flavors with a hint of spice from the 10 months it spends in the barrel. So it is barrel aged. Okay. Uh, volume and texture give this wine depth that is elevated further by a long, beautiful finish. All right. uh, and this bad boy is 13.5% Ooh. ABV, which is good. Nice. So we're going to. Oh. Yay. Was... All right. Pour this bad boy. Oh. All right. Y'all got to pour your own drinks. Well. <laughs> That's how we do. And then and that will cheer. But yeah, I'm excited to try this one. I mean, it just smells like white wine. Don't pour too much. Careful on the table, ladies. I'm sorry. God. Just smashing things. <laughs> Notice I didn't even ask you, Kate, if you wanted to pour yours first. That's I just cool. took the bottle. That's I mean, cool. that's the way it went. I'll take it. We're all there. Jesus. <laughs> Somebody pregame before we got here. <laughs> well, no, mostly wine on my pillow. Yeah. Uh, I'll just make you use this one. I feel like that should be a song. <laughs> wine, wine on my pillow. Yeah. Yes, exactly. All right. Oh, God. Oh, we got a clink. Clink. Cheers for episode four. Yeah. It would Ooh. be an episode without me spilling something. That's, I mean, normally it's me spilling something, so that's good. Oh, that is light. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Oh. It is a bit buttery. Yeah. But it's also very, like, I feel like it's really apple-y. I'm definitely getting the, like, the citrus. Oh, yeah? But I would have said, like, grapefruit more than lemon. Hmm. Yeah. I can see that. All right. We didn't talk about whose story is going first. Yeah. Should my, do you want mine to go first? I, in my head, that's how I had it. Yours is more scandalous than mine. Yeah. Mine's just informative. Oh, shit. I forgot there was a thing that I wanted to say. Oh, Oh, no. So, this is our podcast, which means if we want to get political, we are allowed to. 
Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, you can fuck right off. Don't listen. <laughs> um, but you should. Maybe you'll change your worldview. Oh, no. I just opened Discord. Uh, so if you haven't been paying attention to the news, hmm. there's some shit going on right now um, in Alabama and Georgia, Georgia. specifically. And, and other Ohio states are following. And Tennessee and Mississippi. And Minnesota's um, trying to pass an, a similar law right now, too. Great. So what we're talking about is the most restrictive abortion bans this country has ever seen. I mean, besides when it was completely illegal. Kate and I are both just drinking yep. as Melissa's talking. We're just with gonna, sad, sad we're just gonna, um, yep. This all started with the heartbeat bill, mm-hmm. which dictates or says that a, a child is a child. Well, technically a fetus is a child. Um, as Zygo, soon, at that point, Zygo, not even a fetus. As soon as a heartbeat is detected, um, which is at six weeks, uh, not taking into an account that at this point there is no brain, there are no lungs. Mm-hmm. It is not a baby. It is a bundle of cells that happens to have an electrical impulse that they read as a heartbeat. Now, these bills would make it illegal for someone to seek an abortion, even in the cases of incest and rape. So extreme condition, an 11-year-old gets raped by her uncle and gets pregnant she would be uh, uh, legally liable if she got an abortion. Also, if you leave the state to go to a state where it is legal and get an abortion, you could still be arrested when you return to your home state. Which is dumb, because, like, if you think, like, if you're thinking about it in terms of how other states have laws, you're all about, like, oh, states' rights, whatever. Like, if I go to Colorado and smoke a joint... Right. right. Come back to New Hampshire. Right. New Hampshire police cannot arrest you. Not only that, right. but it's nobody's, not any state's business what health care you get in another Well, state. that's the yeah. thing. I mean, you can talk about how would they know that you got an abortion, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. the, the point is it's still legal even if you leave the state. Mm-hmm. And it's worse for doctors who are caught performing abortions get 99 years in prison. Mm-hmm. So essentially a life sentence. Yeah. Uh, this is fucking disgusting. When Pat uh, Robertson says... These laws are too strict. You know there's a problem. When Tommy Loren goes on to Twitter and says that your laws are too restrictive, you know there's a fucking problem. Yeah. Like, if if you as a liberal person or a left-leaning person agrees with Tommy Loren, you know we're in some bad times. Okay? Yeah. Or Pat Robertson. Um, Thank you. So now there's a chance that these will not stand. They are going to go through the court system. But if they make it to the Supreme Court. That's a chance to overturn Roe v. Wade. Especially since we have Brett Kegstan Kavanaugh on the Supreme Court of the United States. Well, and let's let's be honest. The only reason that all of this shit is happening in the states is so that it goes to the Supreme Court. Yes. Right. Like, that's the only reason. So what can you do? You can donate to the ACLU. You mm-hmm. can donate to Planned Parenthood or any organizations in your local area that support reproductive health or support a woman's right to choose. Um, and you can vote. Vote yeah. in your local elections. Obviously, it is not voting time right now. But, like, those little local elections really, just peek up out of nowhere. really matter. And call, really matter. call and write your local congresspeople, too. I used to uh, be an intern at one of those offices. And the amount of uh, calls and emails we got were sometimes overwhelming. But they actually all got in front of the congressperson I worked for. Um, they do read them. They do listen to them. Yeah. They read like a, a summary of them, and then they do legislate based on them. If they think that their seat 
is in danger. Notice that they will only pay attention if you are in their district or in, yes. in their region. Yeah. So find out who those people are. Reach out. Um, just do something because we're in bad times right mm-hmm. now. And in November, you better fucking vote. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about this again. Trust me. So if you don't want to we'll hear about a, it. A whole episode on election foods, I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Well, so now that that's out of the way. Everybody's uh, been drinking their drink. <laughs> Let me take a sip. I need a breather. Yeah. And my next my next thing's about to get long, y'all. Yep. Excuse me. I also uh, I have a cold today. So if you hear me coughing in the background, sorry. Burner, guys. Burner. <laughs> Unacceptable. So I'm very excited. <laughs> so come with me now to the distant past. You're bringing us on a lot of journeys. Of tonight. 1992. 1992. <laughs> a gallon. Oh, that long ago? Yes. <laughs> it feels like yesterday. <laughs> a gallon of gas cost you a dollar five. Oh, jeez. And our most lecherous present president up until 2016, that is, <laughs> Bill Clinton took office. McDonald's <laughs> launched their baked apple pies. Hallelujah. Yum. And a piping hot cup of Mickey D's coffee costs only 49 cents. Now it's a dollar. And honestly, in that length of time, that's not that much inflation. Uh, yeah, compared it's double. To, yeah. It's double price. Right, but this was 1992. Right, but... Okay. Gas is way if more If you're than... talking about, like, this dollars and Gas was a dollar five a gallon. Well, I guess yes, but gasoline should be way higher in their... Uh, yeah. federal subsidies to bring the price down because we are addicted to fossil fuels, which is a whole nother topic. Anyways, <laughs> coffee was 49 cents. All right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> On February 27th, 1992, Stella Liebeck, oh, 79 from Albuquerque, New Mexico, ordered a cup of that 49 cent coffee from the drive through at her local Mickey D's. In Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Mm. Man, the southwest of the United States is going to get a lot of love between your scandal and oh, my yes. scandal. Oh, yes. Wow. Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> Stella was in the passenger seat. The passenger seat, I reiterate. Yeah. Not the driver seat. Driver seat <laughs> of her grandson's car. She asked her grandson to pull out of the drive-thru and into a parking spot so that she could add cream and sugar to her coffee. Well, not moving. Well, the car. Very the car. The car was stationary. Yes. Very um, you are gonna want to open your uh, surface at some point because okay. I am gonna tell you to go to the drive. Okay. Let me, <laughs> let me load up, boot up my computer, my unnamed computer. Now device. I'm sure a lot of you already know where I'm going with this, uh, and the reason I'm covering this is because there is some confusion around this <laughs> particular incident that I would like to clear up. So they are sitting. In this spot, her son's car did not have any cup holders, which is why she had asked to pull over. Well, not why, but like part of why. Um, Didn't have any cup holders, so she put the cup of coffee in between her legs so that she could add the cream and sugar. While she was pulling the lid off of the cup, the entire cup spilled onto her lap. The hot coffee was soaked up by the sweatpants she was wearing, Ooh. which caused them to stick to her skin and sever- severely burn her thighs, butt, and groin area. Oh. Ah! You weren't supposed to look at it yet, oh. you bitch! <laughs> it showed me a preview, Melissa. <laughs> I was just navigating to the folder to be ready for when you wanted me to get the Holy... Fucking- 
Well, guys, in case you're wondering what they looked like, looked at, they're looking at the third degree burns that Stella suffered on 6% of her body and had lesser burns over 16%. Uh, if you don't know, third degree burns are the worst that you could get. Um, this was not just a little discomfort. This was a, a life-threatening situation. And now was when I would say, go to the drive. <laughs> so just imagine my yelling is now. And we will not be posting this on the blog. I shut my computer screen off. <laughs> I only saw it out of the corner of my eye. And I was like, what is it? Well, oh, no. I saw it. I wanted to... I had the the uh, desire to throw my computer across the room, but I resisted it for fear of hitting Melissa in the head. Natural reaction. <laughs> so it's bad. Jesus. If you guys can't tell, the, like I said, we are not going to post this picture. Um, it, you can Google them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can Google them. Her vagina is covered. and You don't see her vagina, but it does show you the burns that she suffered oh on her legs. And those burns are also on her vagina and her butt. She had to stay in the hospital for eight days and had to undergo extensive skin grafting. During her stay, she dropped to 83 pounds. After, she needed care for an additional three weeks and was partially disabled for the next two years. So terrible, right? Awful. So shortly after the incident, Stella reached out to McDonald's and asked for a mere $20,000. This was to cover her medical expenses and her daughter's loss of income while she looked after her mother. Reasonable. What do you think McDonald's counter offered with? 49 cents. (laughs) That does come into play later. But no, they counter offered $800. What? $800. After this, frankly, ludicrous and ridiculous offer... Uh, and McDonald's refusal to do any kind of settlement, Stella hired a lawyer and filed suit against McDonald's for gross negligence for selling coffee that was quote-unquote unreasonably dangerous. McDonald's was then offered multiple chances to settle for less amounts, including um, not less amounts than the 20000 but less amounts than what ended up getting awarded, uh, 225000 and 90000 respectively. So... Stella and her lawyer went to McDonald's many times trying to avoid a trial and avoiding suing them, mm-hmm. um, asking for them to cover her injuries and her medical expenses and all that stuff. Um, and they refused except for that $800 settlement. What did, in your um, research, did you figure out why they said $800 was? That was just, a, that's just their standard because this did happen to other people. Um, Jesus. um, so that, so the trial took place, uh, August 8th through 17th of 1994. Uh, two years later. Yep. I mean, yo, our judicial system yeah, is fucking yeah. slow. Yeah. It's like molasses, man. Better, it's funny. Cause like her parts weren't even right. Two yeah. and a half years later. Uh, they never really were. She was in her oh. 80s at that point, too. Oh. Yeah. Like, going through, like, that's exhausting. No, yeah. Like, I'm 30. We'll get to I that, too. I stamina for that. Yeah, like, no. Imagine being 80 and It's and awful. It's awful. Uh, so, Stella's lawyer discovered that McDonald's required franchises to hold coffee at 180 to 190 degrees Fahrenheit, which, when exposed to skin, can cause third-degree burns in three seconds. Oh, my mm. God. Um, so that's for 190 degrees. 180 degrees, it, it goes up to 12 to 15 seconds. That'll cause third-degree burns. 
Um, now remember, she had sweatpants on, which I guess technically is not McDonald's fault, but those sweatpants just soaked up that hey, boiling hot coffee. McDonald's there. cannot legislate our bodies. I mean, we can wear. and also most McDonald's customers are probably wearing sweatpants. Yes. I mean, we went to Wendy's today and I was definitely wearing sweatpants. Yeah. So, you know. I mean, you dress for where you're going. So... <laughs> And again, she was an elderly woman who was yeah. probably comfortable in her in her sweatshirt. Yeah. Yeah. So get ready for this. McDonald's argued that they kept the coffee so hot because many of their customers were commuters and they would want their coffee to stay hot during long commutes. Yeah, and not be able to drink it for the first 45 minutes of your commute. That's what a cozy is for. How? How? Cozy? 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 I thought cozy was just for cold. You guys fucking sidebarring me right now? (laughs) How do you like it, Melissa? I love it. Okay. That's what I thought. However, Stella's lawyers found a study done by McDonald's. There's nothing left in there. Oh, oh. <laughs> sorry. So Amy just picked up the bottle of wine, uh, and it was—it's completely it's empty. empty. Out. <laughs> Here, honey, you can drink it's some of mine. Fine. Well, I'll drink my water. I'll hydrate. All right. So, I'm never getting through this fucking sentence. (laughs) Stella's lawyers found a study done by McDonald's that indicated that customers intended to drink their coffee immediately while driving. So, their commuter thing makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, because they're, like, commuters that need a cup of coffee when they get in their freaking car in the morning. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Stella's lawyers also argued that many other establishments serve coffee at much lower temperatures, generally around 160 degrees. Now... Researching this, I kind of found some contradictory information about that, that a lot of places did serve it hotter, but this seems to be the prevailing, like, fact of that's what was presented in trial. Yeah. Other documents showed that from 1982 to 1992, McDonald's had received more than 700 reports of people badly burned by their coffee and had settled claims from scalding injuries for more than $500,000. Jesus. <laughs> I say Jesus a lot. I'm sorry. McDo- <laughs> McDonald's quality control manager, a real piece of work named Christopher Appleton, testified that this was not enough complaints for them to take seriously or change how McDonald's served their coffee. Yo, we've served like a hundred billion cups of we've coffee. We've scalded like 700 people, but that's 700. like nobody. Yeah, that's like point why oh, oh, that oh, oh, seven percent. Yeah, just like they say, one billion served, <laughs> like five hundred scalded or seven hundred scalded. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. That should be Yo, that's pretty title. that's a pretty good percentage. Yeah. If they're so proud of yeah. it. Advertise that shit. A real piece of work. <laughs> yeah, he's it. a real piece of work. He also stated that restaurants had more pressing dangers to worry about. Now you kids That concerns me. Wow. I wanna know what the more pressing dangers are. Mm-hmm. Is it like the jungle? Bugs. Or people losing fingers. It's probably bugs. It's bugs? Rats? It's mm-hmm. bugs and rats. Ultimately, This man's testimony, this real piece of work's testimony, became integral to the plaintiff's case as it admitted that McDonald's coffee was too hot to drink when served and could cause severe burns. (laughs) Yay! Backfire. So it completely backfired on them. I know, I know. What was his name? Appleton? Christopher Appleton. Christopher Appleton definitely wore gold chains. (laughs) 
He's a fucking quality control person for Did McDonald's. He? he does not wear gold chains. Did he? And like have like all like, those chest. No. Yeah, no, he like, no, no, like, no, no, like no, no, two, no, 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 no. I disagree. Chains. I disagree. This like, motherfucker's a Poindexter. He had like fucking pocket protector. No. Nah, no. Nah, nah, Christopher like, Appleton. Yeah. Mm, mm. That was just a pseudonym. Mm, I think Poindexter for sure. He's a quality control person. Yeah. But he's uh, not I, doing a good job. Yeah. Well, so maybe he's a sloppy. I mean, he was yeah. honest on the stand. <laughs> <laughs> so, fun. I have a fun story about McDonald's. Fun fact. It's not fun at all. Actually, it's really <laughs> gross. So, I used to work in a mall, and we had. Uh, <laughs> you said that so sassily. Because <laughs> I'm proud of it. Damn it. I mean, yeah. Mall workers go through hell. So Accurate. For sure. Um. So when I worked in the mall, or like our back room, our back of house, or whatever, it was underneath the food court. So directly no. above us was a McDonald's. No. Is this story going to involve what I think it's going to involve? Grease. Oh, no. Okay. Oh. I mean, that's so, gross, but. So there, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but there's um, like vats that they like store the grease in because they can't get it all like out especially in a mall where it's like in the middle and you have to go through all these like weird sure 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 yeah yeah, yeah. so they have these vats that they store the old grease in until it's like full and then they remove it on more than one occasion their vats of old grease erode were there so long that they eroded through the Mm. metal vat and then through the floor leaked in the floor and that, which the floor is above our back room, so then leaked <gasps> in our ceiling, oh. and it smelled oh. like sewage. Oh. How I did it? How acidic <laughs> is oil? I, it was, but it was used oil, so it had foodstuffs mm. in it. Like so, it, it was like fermenting. Yeah, it was. It smelled like like a poop, <laughs> poop mobile. Well, like rancid it oil. Bad. Rancid oil is disgusting. Yeah. So it was it was the grossest thing, and it leaked through mm-hmm. our ceiling. It looked like sewage. We thought that a sewer pipe had burst mm-hmm. in our ceiling, and when we called the mall for them to come take a look at it and fix it or whatever, they were like, oh, no, we talked to the people above you who was McDonald's, and it's one of their vats of oil. So just think about that next time you order yourself a nice large fry. I will, and I <laughs> will get some ch- chicky chicky nug nugs, and I will enjoy them. <laughs> I know they're disgusting. Melissa okay. is very proud of her love of chicken nuggets. Oh, they're so yeah. good. I mean, so they're barely proud. meat. It's meat with a lot of meal mixed in. It's, it's a lot of odd parts. Yeah. Liquefied odd and parts, then. liquefied, bleached. Yeah, it's bad. Other fillers. I know, it's bad. Ugh. Virtually glue. Yeah, but if you put fried. them in front of me, I'm going to fucking eat them. They are delicious. <laughs> they are delicious. So, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sidebar me. I'm the queen of sidebar. I invented sidebar. I invented it. The jury reached its verdict on Audic. Audic? (laughs) Reached its verdict on August 18th, 1994. The jury found that McDonald's was 80% responsible for the incident and Stella was 20% at fault. Part of the reason for some of the blame being placed on Stella was that there was, in fact, a warning on the cup, but that this warning was neither big enough or sufficient for the temperature that the coffee was served at. Stella was awarded, oh my God, I'm missing some zeros here. (laughs) Oh, okay. So this gets a little weird. So originally the jury had ruled to award her over 2.7 million. Um, 
which they came to when like people asked them, well, that's not what she got. When people asked why they did that, they said they are, uh, arrived at that decision as a desire to penalize McDonald's in a significant way, and that this amount was equal to about two days of McDonald's coffee sales. That is disgusting. But that fucking jury, it's like, let's two days of coffee sales. What is it? Two point seven million. All right, give it to her. Like I love yeah. that, yeah, that fucking I mean, the jury. Jury's amazing, yeah. but I want like a month's worth of coffee sales. But she was actually awarded by the judge six hundred and forty thousand um, dollars. They should have made McDonald's donate the difference because I understand. Yeah, that to like to like it was nineteen ninety two, baby. Yeah, <laughs> but like Ray Shriners or something was still like legal then. Yeah, it was Oop. a different time. <laughs> Kit Kate's bike. Um, so, um, after the judge awarded the 640000 both Stella and McDonald's appealed the decision, but then they ultimately settled outside of court for an undisclosed amount thought to be less than $600,000. So, why is this like a scandal? To this day, this case is considered by many to be an example of the litigious nature of our society, specifically America. Yeah. ABC News called the case the poster child of excessive lawsuits. I remember, like, I remember being a kid. Yep. Yeah. And, like, me as however fucking old I was in 1990. Let's not do this math. Four. I'm not doing Let's the math. Let's not talk about I'm not, where I'm not we fully doing the math. But I remember, like, being <laughs> in school and people joking about it and me, like, hopping on the bandwagon and being like, yeah, what is that? Well, because, yeah, the propaganda in the news cycle, 100%, you thought this lady was just some money-grubbing monster. No. She or, was a 79-year-old woman who almost died. Yeah, or like, the, or even more like, yeah, coffee's hot. What do you yeah. expect? Yeah, oh, oh, careful. You got, I mean, Don't to this, in your lap. To, the, to this day, people give someone a coffee. You give your friend a coffee and you say, oh, be careful, it's hot. Like, yeah. yeah. But anyways... So, um, and many say that McDonald's refusal to pay more than $800 initially was proof that this was a meritless suit, which I don't no, understand um, what that logic is. It's a corporation. I trust the corporation. Right. The it's fact dumb. that they were willing to pay 600 or $800. So many news outlets ran stories demonizing Stella oh. and calling for an end to frivolous lawsuits. Um, so there's a whole bunch of stuff in here about tort reform. Which is essentially bills that make it harder for, like, people to sue corporations and, like, get, like, sums of money and stuff. Mm -hmm. I started to look into it, but then I was like, I am not going down that rabbit hole. I just spent three hours looking at third-degree burns. Mm. Like, I'm good. Um, But that kind of was all wrapped up in that as well. Um, So they ran stories demonizing her, calling for an end to frivolous lawsuits, but few news stories or articles told the full extent of Stella's injuries. McDonald's still claims that the outcome of the case was a fluke and blamed the loss on bad corporate communication and strategy by (laughs) someone who is unfamiliar with the company. Many also cite the fact that many establishments sell their coffee at similar temperatures and have not been lowered. So again, that I find like, so I found things online that said that McDonald's did lower the temperature of their coffee after this, but I also found things that said that they didn't. So like, I have no idea. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, Stella died on August 5th, 5th, 2004 at 91, which I mean is pretty that's old. A good, yeah. That's a good long life. But her daughter stated that the injuries in the case took their toll on her mother and that the majority of the settlement went to providing Stella with a live-in nurse to care for her. Aww. Aww. 
So, R.I.P. Stella. Like we said, people really got the wrong idea about this case, and that's mostly because lawyers spent years running a disinformation campaign. Really? Uh, which must, m- most of the media bought into holding up Fake the McDonald's news, coffee lawsuit. <laughs> Get out. Uh, <laughs> as an example of a supposed epidemic of frivolous lawsuits. Uh, on October 21st, 2013, the New York Times published a retro report video about the media reaction and an accompanying article about the changes in coffee drinking over the 20 years. The New York Times noted how the details of Stella's story lost length and context as it was reported. The report supported that the narrative of the story was distorted in the media, in which the condensed telling of the story created its own version of the truth, where McDonald's, rather than Stella, was portrayed as the victim. Mm As Stella's daughter-in-law, Barbara, told Reader's Digest, and this is a direct quote, I've heard people say she was asking for $30 million or something equally ridiculous. Basically, Stella told McDonald's, I want you to cover what me- Medicare doesn't cover, and I want you to get a better lid on that coffee because I don't want this to happen to another person. That was what she was asking for. So let's review. McDonald's operations manual required the franchise to hold its coffee at 180 to 190 degrees Fahrenheit. Coffee at that temperature, if spilled, causes third degree burns in three to seven seconds. Uh, The chairman of the Department of Mechanical Engineering and Biomechanical Engineering at the University of Texas testified that this risk of harm is unacceptable as did a widely recognized ex- recognized expert on burns, the editor-in-chief of the Journal of Burn Care and Rehabilitation, the leading scholarly, pu- scholarly publication <laughs> in the specialty. So basically a bunch of experts were like, this is fucking bonkers. Yeah. McDonald's admitted that it had known about the risk of serious burns from its scalding hot coffee for more than 10 years, and the risk had repeatedly been brought to its attention through numerous other claims and suits. An expert witness for the company testified that the number of burns was insignificant compared to the millions of cups of coffee the company served each year. At least one juror later told the Wall Street Journal she thought the company wasn't taking the injury seriously. To the corporate restaurant giant, those 700 injury cases caused by hot coffee seemed relatively rare compared to the millions of cups of coffee served. But, the juror noted, there was a person behind every number, and I don't think the corporation was attaching enough importance to that. No, they didn't give two craps. And then, of course, our favorite person, Christopher Appleton, uh, testified that the temperature at which was poured into styrofoam cups was not fit for consumption because it would burn the mouth and throat. Um, and then I did say that I can't confirm whether they, like, actually lowered it or not, because some articles state that McDonald's now serves it 10 degrees cooler, um, but some say that they didn't, like, actually do anything so, about it. So, then the question is, is that 150 degrees, or 170 degrees, does it take 22 seconds? Yeah, so so I did go into that, like, and how long it takes. Most of the, like, cooler temperatures, like, it could cause third-degree burns, but it would take much longer, um, and you would have to be wearing something like sweatpants that would hold it to your skin for a prolonged period of time. But the idea is she would have been able to take her sweatpants off in enough time to prevent such serious burns if the coffee had just even been, like, 10 degrees cooler. So does McDonald's expect its patrons to get naked if they spill coffee on them? I think they might. It's all a big 
plan. Um, I did have a, a, a really good quote from Adam Conover. I don't know if either of you know who he is. He does Adam Ruins Everything. Oh, I do know who he is. Yes, yeah. very smart man. So um, one of the articles I found was an interview with him, and he was specifically talking about this case. And he said, the last several decades, large corporations, afraid of being sued by for making uh, unsafe products, created front groups like Citizens Against Lawsuit Abuse to turn public opinion against lawsuits. And then a University of Washington professor, Michael McCann, told Conover, but the best social science evidence shows that the number of personal injury lawsuits in recent decades has declined and the median payout is only $55,000. So, like, they make it sound like it's, like, this deluge of, like, people asking for money. And it's not. and And the people that are for the most part, aren't winning those cases. So, and the the propaganda machine has worked because it's probably people who might have an actual actual case are going to be more hesitant to follow up on that because they they don't they don't want to be seen. Yeah, corporations need to be held accountable. Um, Heck yeah, they do. I mean, I'm not a fan of corporations, anyways, Mm -hmm. but they need to be fucking held accountable for their actions. And poor Stella Liebeck should not have had to go through the amount of stuff that she went through. She should have got... She asked for $20,000. Yeah, right? That's the whole thing. Like, it would have been very easy for them to sweep it right under the rug with the other 700 people who get burnt every day. That poor little old lady. But what she was trying to actually do is stop it from happening to anybody else. Like, if what she really wanted was for them to fix the goddamn lid, then... It's kind of sad because, like, it did the exact opposite like what it did is created this culture i'm not saying any of that's her fault obviously oh no of course yeah but it created this culture where where like people are now afraid to sue or they think it's like ridiculous to Mm -hmm. sue like like this was one of the things where like i like i said i remember as a kid being like this is ridiculous and thinking that as a child Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's been like ingrained in me growing up yeah yeah, so. no, the first time that I found out kind of the actual details of this case, and then I it immediately went and looked it up online, and of course, I had seen those pictures before, which is why I wanted to do this case, because I saw those pictures, and uh, those pictures stick with you. Are you kidding you. me? Yes. They scar into your Then there are more online. Um, oh, God. It's bad. It's bad. I just can't. Can you imagine? Poor Stella. She probably had to testify. And sit in Yeah, court. no, there's pictures of her in court. There's she probably had to We'll sit, post those on the blog. But she probably had to sit in court while a jury was looking at pictures of her, you know. That's accurate, yeah. yeah I didn't that's even awful. think of that. Yeah. Mm. Terrible. Oh, Stella. I mean, ultimately the I jury that, sided with her, yeah. but but she still continued to be harassed throughout the rest of her life yeah, because just, like the whole world, yeah. like all of the and how gross, like let's, let's people, let's let's realize that McDonald's is a giant, terrible corporation. Oh, it's yeah, it's huge. For mm-hmm. whom six hundred thousand dollars is like a half a day's. Well, like it said, know. they awarded two point seven million because in nineteen ninety four, when a cup of coffee was fifty cents, yeah. that was two days of coffee yeah. sales. Yeah, so six hundred thousand dollars. Go fuck yourself. Like, just you could have very easily taken care of this poor woman, and every and it would have been just fine. Ugh, gross. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my. Uh, that's my story. Wow. Fine. Very interesting. Stella's a hero. We love you, Stella. Yeah. 
We'll do a seance and see if we can get Stella here. That'd be great. Ooh. So, uh, Amy, you're up next. Yeah. But we're actually going to take a quick break so that we can refill our drinks. Woo-hoo. And then we'll be back with Amy's story. Okay. All right, we're back. We've got ourselves some uh, North Country cider to keep us going. What is it? Hot pepper? Yeah, hot pepper apple cider. It's delicious. From uh, North Country Hard Cider Company. From Rollinsburg, New Hampshire. Very cool. Represent. It was a, uh, I'm going to call it a Mother's Day present from my brother. Oh, so thanks. thanks. Aaron, shout out to you. Hope you're listening. Oh, Aaron. Hi. Definitely appreciate it. We enjoy your likes on the Facebook. Oh, yes. Yes. All right. So, Amy, what do you have for us? Um, I have the exact opposite kind of story <laughs> than what you just shared with us, Melissa. Okay. Um, I have one about an overly litigious bitch. <laughs> this bitch. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so, have, have you guys heard about the Wendy's finger and chili? So, I yet? hadn't heard about it until you had brought it up to do for this episode. Yeah. So. Okay. Perfect. I don't, I never, I don't, if I did hear about it, I forgot it just as quickly. Okay. Okay. That's totally fine. Um, it's funny, kind of funny, probably because my mind is on, I guess, cannibalism, but like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we did talk about it at the beginning of the show. <laughs> you know, it makes perfect sense. All of our minds go there every once in a while, kids. Let's be honest. But I think it's funny that we talked about it at the beginning of the show because it's, like, that taboo is so strong. So, like, when we were talking about your story with McDonald's, like, my memory of it is completely different than the actuality right. of it. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the same thing with this, but it's, like, the exact reverse. So my memory of this this scandal is completely different than the actuality of it. Like, I stopped eating at Wendy's because of this when I was in, um, however old I was. A baby. Elementary school. Like, you had a choice about where you <laughs> ate. Shut up. <laughs> But I stopped, I stopped wanting to eat there because of this story. So it was like the exact opposite, where McDonald's is like this PR machine. Wendy's, I feel like, probably dropped the ball here. Um, Dave Thomas. Yeah. Bad, bad <laughs> moves. Bad choices. That's what his name is, right? So let's let's travel back in time from the present, before in time from your story. <laughs> Great sound effects. Uh, to March 22nd of 2005. Um, a woman named, I'm going to butcher her last name, Anna Ayala. That Nailed right. it. Yep. <laughs> she was a, a 39-year-old woman. She was eating at a Wendy's in San Jose, although she's from Las Vegas. Um, and I have uh, this really great excerpt from a news article of the time. Uh, this woman who was also eating with her. She was eating with her boyfriend. Her name was Davina. Um, and she said that this random woman came up to her, began gasping and saying, don't eat, don't eat the chili. Look, there's a human finger. And then like showed her a human finger that she had claimed to find in her chili, her bowl of chili from Wendy's. And you talk louder. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa's giving me the finger, but not the one. (laughs) I think she was actually giving this, you the thumbs so up. So the point of doing that was so that we didn't interrupt the flow of the story, but okay. I've had too much to drink. Then why did I refill your cup? We've got another episode to record. Get <laughs> All right. That's continue. how drinking works. Okay. She found, oh my God, I found a finger in my uh, chili. Oh, don't eat it. Don't eat it. Ah. 
Yeah, and then um, this, the second part of this news article is really what I wanted to read to you. So we went up to the counter, and they told us it was a vegetable. The people from like Wendy's, a carrot. The, yeah, I don't know. The people from Wendy's were poking it with a spoon. San Jose police officer Enrique Gracia said that the Santa Clara County Health Department is taking over the investigation. It was some sort of small mask which appeared to have a fingernail. It's a small piece, Garcia said. They collected the finger and placed it in the freezer for the health department. So, <laughs> sidebar. Sidebar. I was looking up pictures to, like, tease for this episode to post on, like, the Gramtown and mm-hmm. Twitterville and stuff. Um, and, like, I found so many pictures of Wendy's Chili with just, like, a full, like, thumb. <laughs> uh, uh, a fake finger. Like, photoshopped yes. in. I did, too. Or, like, a fake finger. And I'm like, none of these... None of these are that picture. None of these yeah. are real. They're all fake. I do have an actual photo that was uh, submitted to court evidence of the finger. Is that in the drive? It's in the are drive. Are you going to send us to the drive at some point? I won't look beforehand. <laughs> I can show you now if you want. So, we so. can look. Are we going to the drive to yeah, see what, going to the drive. what this woman found it's, in her chili? It's in the correct folder, unlike oh, your stuff. Oh, um, Wow. Wow. Yeah, so there's a picture of the finger as found. I mean, that definitely looks like... You know why I didn't put it in the episodes folder? Because then you have to click through like 80 million folders. What one is it even in? It's better. Episodes, episode four, Scandals one, Wendy's oh. finger. <laughs> oh my God, I saw this online. It looks like a dick. <laughs> it looks it like does. the tip of a dick like a circumcised penis yeah it looks yeah, like it that little mushroom top a little yep. bit a yep. little bit penis <laughs> a little bit penis I'm yeah. sure that the owner of that finger would be so happy ah. to hear well I mean you know it's like chopped off and stuff yeah. it doesn't it's not yeah. what it looked like it's on his hand context. he didn't right. have a penis finger on his hand I mean you know maybe he did maybe he did <laughs> Maybe that's why it's not there anymore. He was ashamed. <laughs> I have a feeling you're going to tell us the real reason why yes. it's not there anymore. Yes. I got caught up in the fantasy sidebar. If it is you. not the Ooh, fan- I'm going to be very disappointed. Fantasy sidebar. Oh, I like that. I love a good fantasy sidebar. If you can't tell, dear uh, listeners, we are significantly more tipsy now. Oh. Um, lies. <laughs> in my teeth. So the following day, the Santa Clara County Health officials. So wait, so Wendy's was like, it's a vegetable. The employees at that specific Wendy's were like originally like, nah, it's a vegetable because they like they don't. There's like, no vegetables. vegetables. There's no. <laughs> there's no vegetables in that chili. But you're a part time. No, of wage. course. Wendy's employee. What the fuck are you gonna they're say? Like, they're like penises. Kind of look like mushrooms. It's probably just a mushroom. <laughs> Do you think any of them at the back of their minds went, that's the tip of a penis. That's a tiny. Well, there's no scale there either. It's a baby dick. That's a, t- oh, a circumcision gone wrong. I didn't mean a dick belonging to a penis. That's what I thought you meant. Those are the I words like you a micro penis. Oh. Oh. Also sad. It takes, hey, it takes a all micro- shapes and sizes, people. A micro penis with a fingernail. Oh, God. Because remember, it had a fingernail. <laughs> <laughs> That's just... That's so gross. <laughs> oh, God. 
there's okay. no vegetable that looks like that. Oh, God. I don't know. There's some fucking weird vegetables out there. Okay, so. So the Wendy's employees poked it with a spoon. And that's like, a vegetable. It, but it's a vegetable. Hold on, the sidebar. <laughs> it was a spork. <laughs> it was not a spoon. Because they don't have spoons at Wendy's. Correct. <laughs> Important fun that. fact, everybody. <laughs> that critical detail, which makes this whole story. I mean, it's funnier Thank if you, you say spork. True. Okay, so. <laughs> I did <No>. sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do a play in high school, and we had to come up with our own story. And uh, I was partnered with my gay boyfriend. Uh, oh, he I didn't, love having gay boyfriends. He didn't know he was gay at the mm. time. He broke up with me and said he thought he was bi, and I was like, you're gay. Yeah, and he yeah. was like, oh, yeah. But anyways, he was real cute, so I didn't mind dating him, no, yeah. even though I knew he wasn't into me. But anyways, so we had to come up with a play. That's the best kind of boyfriend yeah. in high school. Accurate. It was very <laughs> short-lived. Uh, we used to go to the roller rink and hang out. Um Clearly. That's where all the drugs were. Um, <laughs> a lot of E. This oh. was back before Molly was a thing. Mm. Um, so uh, so we came up with this play and we decided to do how sporks were invented. <laughs> and it was about a city that only had soup and they only had forks and they couldn't eat their soup. So they were all starving to death. So they invented a spork. The end. That's beautiful. It's beautiful. I feel, I feel like I feel like there's something there. I don't know yeah. why we did I it. I know why you went into be becoming a creator in the podcasting world. <laughs> because of my sport play. Because, because you have Ooh, sp- me sport, sport play, play sounds like a fetish. Sport play. Name of my new band. I'm gonna go on roll. <laughs> bands you know oh, love yeah. them and leave them but really spork play come on spork play also yeah. sounds like something you'd go and search on rule 34 and find a bunch of porn for oh sidebar sidebar side, 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 side spork no i'm not going okay okay, okay. where okay. are we next okay. day so the next day the santa clara county health so wait officials... was this was the was this mushroom penis finger in the freezer is this what was going on we'll get there we'll oh, get okay. there okay yeah. So one was just eating her chili yeah. at Wendy's. I always want to say eating at Chili's because my brain. Not right. But mm-hmm. she's eating her Baby chili at rubbed. Wendy's. Mm. All of a sudden, she stops, starts right. screaming, going Freaking hysterical. Out. Don't eat it, don't eat it. Yeah. Right, don't eat it. And she's like, it's Poke bigger. Poke with the spork. Never okay. eating chili again. Right. <laughs> Never eating at Wendy's again, yes. for sure. <laughs> so Santa Clara County health officials confirmed it was, in fact, a finger. What? A human finger. What? And it was one and a half inches long and did contain part of a manicured nail, which I think is a great fact considering who the finger belongs to, which we'll find out in a bit. Um, <clears throat> so the police uh, are trying to figure out, obviously, the first question is whose finger is this? Mm-hmm. So the police, their first thought is like, maybe it's a Wendy's employee, maybe it's a, a work-related accident yeah. out of the jungle. Right, yeah, absolutely. Right? <laughs> There's lots of ways that you can lose a an appendage at the chili factory. Like a micropenis. I'm sorry, guys. I'm really distracted. because Your kid is so cute. Yeah, but he's also laying on the table with the mixer. Oh, oh no. Being oh. adorable. And I don't want to. I don't want to. sound funny, it's because uh, Kitten has taken over our sound mixing for the evening. Oh. Kitten, I love his feet so much. <laughs> 
I do too. He's um, he's my pride and joy. So the police they ran fingerprints because it is a finger. Oh my god, that's amazing. Not a microfetus. <laughs> not a mushroom. It didn't come back with any results. Oh, so they're okay. like, okay, so it's not anyone that's been arrested that's in the system, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this is going on. Obviously, like sales drop really hard at Wendy's, yeah. and they're trying to do damage control. And Wendy's reaction to this is really weird to me as a consumer. They offer up a $50,000 reward for anyone who can give you them information about the finger. Which I feel like that's just drawing more attention to them. Like, if there's a finger in your chili, I mean, I feel like you have a small number of people that, oh, I guess from, like, the factory, well, I guess. Or if they really think that this is a manufactured, that, like, that this is their being scammed. Right. Like, I oh. could kind of, like, this is a... This is a sure, cheap, sure, sure. You know, like, uh, right. one night, come call 1-800, you know, my finger, and <laughs> <laughs> don't call that. Don't call. Don't. That's probably. Don't call that. That's probably an adult. Yeah. One eight hundred line. Yeah. It's never one eight hundred. Yeah. No. Some of them are. <laughs> then how did they get you to pay all your money? Mm. You. It's like a key. You have to give them the credit card of the phone. So oh. it's like free to talk for thirty. I don't know how I know. <laughs> I. Uh, but sidebar. <laughs> Amy does a lot of research. Sidebars. She's sidebarring herself. Yeah, I am. When I was in middle school, um, there was a, a sex line that I knew the number of because it was also it was a one eight hundred number, and I can't remember what it was, but it, the one eight hundred number that it was like it spelt two different words, and one of them was an inappropriate word, and one of them wasn't an inappropriate word. So I had accidentally called it once, and then I thought it was hilarious that I knew this number. So I like I there's a payphone at our school in middle school. So I I used to while you were at school. Yeah, there's, there's a payphone. <laughs> <laughs> so I would call it, or I would like dare my classmates to call was it. Was it one eight hundred barnyard? It was at eight hundred. <laughs> oh, one eight hundred. Yeah, right, 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 Which right. now I'm realizing I have a similar story. So I did know the eight hundred <laughs> thing is the same, except not at yeah. school because I'm not a fucking pervert. <laughs> I wasn't like talking to. Jessica, Tiffany, like at school. Come was, on, it would have been Mercedes. I was Missy. telling my classmates to call it, like, and giving them the like innocuous like word that it spelled, which again I can't remember what it was. Um, so that they had no idea, and then they would call it and be like, "What the fuck did you have me call?" Except in whatever middle schoolers say, because I can't remember. It was too long ago. Yeah, but yeah, I did that all the time, <laughs> and then that caused the school nurse to be very suspicious suspicious of me every time I used the payphone. I can imagine. Yeah. I did a similar thing, but from home. <laughs> uh, but I did it to actually masturbate. So you know. Oh, <laughs> woohoo! Okay, <laughs> I matured sec- sexually at a very young age. Ah. Mm. I just thought it was funny. not physically. But, you know, I, I mentally. was, like, still into, like, <laughs> fart and poop jokes and stuff. Well, I, was... I also don't think, oh, God, no, I must have been young. But similar thing where it was, like, an 800 number and you would call mm-hmm. and they'd be, like, 30 minutes and then, like, you'd be like, oh, shit, and hang up. <laughs> I don't think I actually masturbated. I said that for jokes. Jokes. I masturbated jokes. to my to porn I found. Let's be real. Yeah. Do it the old school way. The Love Couch, 70s porn. I highly recommend. <laughs> the Love Couch. Ooh. It's so gross. Oh. I remember it clearly. 
So it made a lasting impression. <laughs> the couch was alive. What? Oh, was and it wanted days? and it wanted people to fuck on it. Oh. So like it like two people would be in it and the couch would be like, oh yeah, like fucker or whatever, and then they would fuck on the couch and the couch would be like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we need to start another podcast that is porn reviews. The only 70s ones, because that shit was wild. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. What are we talking about? (laughs) Sidebar. Sidebar, back to the porn sidebar. (laughs) Okay, so police had ruled out a Wendy's employee. Wendy's offered up 50K as a reward. And now a little bit about Anna who, again, is the one who was like, ah, it's Found it. Mm-hmm. Chili, right? mm-hmm. Okay, so she has a pretty litigious history, okay? Oh, so before she does this... thickens. Yes. Yeah, before she does this <laughs> stunt at Wendy's, she has uh, sued 13 other companies at this oh, point. Oh, okay. Okay, so it's like a significant Not number. like our girl, Stella. Not like no. Our Stella not never Stella. sued anybody no. in her life. She's an angel. Yeah. Right. Love you, Stella. Yeah. Okay. So she had sued a previous uh, employer, GM. She had sued another fast food chain, El Polo Loco, which sounds like a made-up chicken restaurant from <laughs> that show. What is the chicken Bones. restaurant from Breaking Bad? Yeah, from Le Pre- Pollo Loco? Loco Pollo? Le- it's something really similar to this. This is real. I looked it up. Oh, no. <coughs> Le Pollo. Uh, okay, you continue talking. I'm going to look I'm, it up. I'm Dying. Breaking Bad. Because... Because I still have a cold. <laughs> um, yeah, it didn't. It didn't uh, uh, fix itself up while we were recording just now. No, it didn't. I was hoping that this hot pepper apple cider would help alleviate my. Symptoms. Los pollos hermanos. Yes, that's right. Emanos. Okay, so she had sued them, and she claimed that she had won thirty thousand dollars in damages from medical expenses after her daughter. Who's named Genesis, which is the stupidest fucking... So she turned into a stripper. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. She claimed that... Not that Genesis. (laughs) Not that one. (laughs) Not that one. She claimed that her daughter Genesis contracted salmonella poisoning from eating at one of their Las Vegas area restaurants. She sued them. She says she won $30,000. El Polo Loco says that they never paid her a cent, so I don't know who's telling the truth. It seems like any article you would read, that would be pretty easy to figure out. But anyways, journalists do work. Yeah, but as we learned from our last story, journalists don't necessarily do work. That's true. Um, And then at, right after she found the finger in her chili at Wendy's, she got a lawyer like that. So unlike our girl Stella, who like went to the restaurant Tried first, to like just, yeah, right. get them to settle. I keep burping. I'm really Sidebar, sorry. I'm really disappointed in myself that that was the Genesis song that I came up with. <laughs> I only know Phil Collins songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the soundtrack for the is Sledgehammer Phil, Phil Collins or Genesis? No, neither. <coughs> no. <clears throat> so okay, what's Sledgehammer? So Sledgehammer is Peter Gabriel. Who Fuck. Was, yeah, who was the original singer of Genesis? Oh, okay. Yes. So okay. Peter, well, at least to at least I'm yes. in the wheelhouse. You are. You definitely are. Okay. No, Phil Collins did the puppet video, right? Or is that Genesis? Yeah, no, no, Phil Collins is the land of confusion. And he does. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that was beautiful. Yes. Phil Collins sidebar. <laughs> that song's really great. It is. Phil Collins sidebar. There's this really amazing um, this American Life episode where he talks to um, the host about writing a love song. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. You notice how we sidebar mostly when Amy's talking? Oh, yeah. sorry, Amy. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> sidebar. It's okay. We love you, Amy. 
next next episode that you uh, contribute more to, <laughs> Melissa, I'll make sure to sidebar. All right. Well, you bring the content, and I mean, all right. <laughs> Thrown okay. down. So we have a couple theories about where this finger in the chili. It's got to be from. like her boyfriend or something, right? Like, so, so the litigious theory. lady. Yeah. yeah the litigious lady. So we're thinking it's the litigious lady. <clears throat> well, is does she fault? is she missing a finger? She she's not missing a finger. Okay, because okay, that I, seems like it would be really, really obvious. obvious. I don't know where this finger came from. She's like bleeding. She has or a she's big like bandage. One of those magic, like she's magic not dad. The oh, but how do they do it? I don't know. How so, do you do it? I, I don't know what you're doing, so I can't. <laughs> how you like take your finger? Do the fake, off. Yeah, do the fake. Don't know. Don't know. You know this. No. That's that's a different kind of sign language. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. So we're looking at this lady. The first theory is that it's Anna's aunt, um, which is what I had always heard. So like with the McDonald's story, like I said, I always thought that the lady was at fault and McDonald's was in the right, which is the exact opposite. With this story, I had always thought Wendy's was at fault and this lady was in the right. But then years later when I was, I found out this lady actually like fucked over or tried to fuck over Wendy's I had heard it was her aunt's finger okay okay so this is like kind of like prevailing urban legend and it started it originated from this time but Anna in court um when she actually went to court she said uh she didn't even have an a, a dead aunt because the theory was, was from her dead aunt oh can you imagine wait which is worse <laughs> Which is worth taking it, it from your alive oh, aunt. See, I was thinking more like something happened in the tool shed and somebody lost a finger. Oh, sure. And she just happened to have a finger. And right. it was like, well, shit, if we already lost our finger, why don't we go to... Don't Wendy's? go to the hospital and try to yeah, get it reattached. It. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's put it in some fucking chili. Let's see if we can scam some people. So the police, like I said, the police had checked Wendy's employees. It wasn't anyone. Everybody had 10. Right. It's cool. Um... They, the police's next theory was maybe murder victims, so they ran DNA tests on the finger against um, victims who were, like, severely dismembered or missing body parts. Sure, 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 sure. But they were kind. Yep. 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 <laughs> White guys. No, no results. No. Okay. <laughs> Another theory emerged, and this actually comes from a woman who is missing a finger, Sandy Allman. She's a 59-year-old woman um, from, I'm going to say this town wrong, Perump. <laughs> Perump? Yes. Like Perump a pum pum? It's just so fun to say. Perump. It spells P A H R U M P. I mean, Pa-rump. yeah. Pa-rump. That's how I, I that's how I'd that. say it. So Yeah. So it's a town that's about 60 miles west of Las Vegas. So and remember Anna's from the Las Vegas sure. area. Okay, yep. <clears throat> So she had lost her fingertip when she was attacked by a leopard. I don't know. What? I don't know. <laughs> One month before the Wendy's incident, and the fingertip <laughs> couldn't be reattached. The fuck? <laughs> and she'd gone to the hospital. She had brought her fingertip to the hospital. She'd be like, can you reattach it? And the nurses were like, no, sorry. Oh, no, this looks like it's been ripped off by a leopard. We can't <laughs> reattach that. No. Yeah, so they, so Miss Allman had said the last she had seen it was that it was packed on ice at a Las Vegas emergency room. And then neither she nor the hospital could account for it after that. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so, she, so she, like, went to the police and was like, hey, I think it might be my finger. Because she was like, maybe I, I'm missing a finger. I don't know what happened to it. And just FYI, I didn't put it in the chili. Right. Just a few 
happened to find out that it's mine. Right. So the police tested it, the DNA against hers. Not, not a her. match. Okay. Okay. So not Miss Almond, but Let God her... bless her for coming forward and trying to help people out. Yeah. I just think it's amazing. People hear new stories and are like, that might be my limb, my body part. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. Let me help. Them. I'm surprised. I was wondering where that went. I'm surprised they couldn't even tell if it was a male or a female finger. I think. I think just by your finger, you can't though. But DNA wouldn't. Isn't your DNA different? Oh, that's a good point. I mean, sometimes there's like weird things where like. And I mean, it wasn't like this was like the 1980s. This was in the 2000s. Yeah, it was 2005. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have questions, but, so, you know, continue. <laughs> At this point, it's April 15th. Okay. So it's been just about a, a month. Tax day. Since the, yes, uh, tax day. Since the initial incident. And Wendy's, Wendy's reaction to all this, because it's still ongoing, is they're going to up that reward. Oh, shit. We're going to up it to $100,000. Oh, get shit. it. You think get about it. McDonald's who didn't even want to pay out fucking 20 grand. Right. To help a, a lady out. A little old lady whose right. vagina got fucking burnt off. Right. Oh. Wendy's is like, I will give $100,000 to anyone who can tell me how this human remains. Where did this fucking finger come from? Because it didn't, it wasn't us, kids. It wasn't us. Right. Okay, so whose finger is it? Anna's husband, he uh, worked at an asphalt maintenance company. And one of his co-workers had lost his finger in a work-related accident. Okay, sure, sure, sure. It was severed by a tailgate. Oh, fun. Oh, God. Right, right? Um, This co-worker uh, couldn't reattach the finger, but he, like, kept it as a keepsake. And then, I guess, Anna's husband had lent him 50 bucks at one point, and this guy couldn't pay him back. So her husband was just like, give me your finger. <laughs> what? Yeah. Barf. Yeah, oh, my God. To pay debt back. So he gave him his finger tip. What the fuck are you going to do with a finger tip? in the fucking chili. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Have you not been paying attention to this story? But also, a human finger only fetches fifty dollars. <laughs> I mean, it's useless. <laughs> you could potentially sue Wendy's. Sure. For $20, I'm gonna guess this guy was not thinking that. No, he I mean, He was just like, okay, you can have well, my weird severed finger. By this point, yeah, the guy whose finger it was wasn't thinking that. The guy who the husband, Anna's husband, at this point, like I said, Anna had tried to sue yeah, was, he was like, companies. He was like, No, you don't understand. My wife, she fucking sues everyone. Yeah. So we're gonna figure we're something gonna out. So fucking rich <laughs> off of yeah. this fucking penis hey. finger. So eventually on this guy, he comes forward to the police too, just like good old Sandy Ullman. <laughs> I think that might be my finger. Yeah. I just want to be like the police officer who answers the phone and is like, you know that finger that was found in that chili? I think that belongs yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah. That was just like mine. The time, just like the time yeah. that Michael Jackson came to your house to use the bathroom. Oh, God, don't. Uh, <laughs> That's a much sadder story. Oh, I'm sorry. Just yeah. like the time that those little creatures invaded your farm yeah. <laughs> and then became a giant ball of creatures and rolled through your town yeah we get what you're talking about yeah yeah <laughs> i just watch critters continue uh, okay so um by <laughs> september both anna and her husband end up pleading guilty because it's completely turned they like anna has like dropped the suit two months in and she's like realizing that she's fucked up Ooh, and then wendy's is like fuck thick. you i'm gonna go after you so wait is it determined that the finger is that guy's wait finger? so does the friend yes. get the does the severed guy get the about hundred thousand dollars no oh well that's bullshit i because he came forward to the police not to wendy's dumb 
dumb. And Wendy's, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they, they semantics. Did yeah, but semantics. But I couldn't find any proof that they had right. actually paid out okay. that. Well, that so um, Anna and her husband both pled guilty to conspiring to file a false claim with police and attempted grand theft. Anna's only sentenced to nine years, and her husband Jamie is sentenced to twelve. I couldn't find out why he gets more. Maybe because he's the one that physically acquired. Yeah, I wonder if there's finger? like some sort of law against like trafficking yeah, body but, parts. Mm, yeah, because yeah. <clears throat> like you can't sell. But then the guy that gave him the finger would also be liable. But maybe yeah. they were just like, "All right, dude, like you lost your finger. Yeah, you're good." Mm-hmm. But this guy, because he purchased goods he shouldn't be purchasing maybe yeah maybe but so um anyways anna only ends up serving four of her nine years because in the trial the um uh people who persecute prosecute Prosecute. not persecute prosecute the prosecutor (laughs) words are hard The prosecutor. The plaintiff? The prosecutor, yeah. Okay, the prosecutor. The state, whatever. They, they uh, fucked up, um, like, some minor technicality. So she's only required to serve four out of her nine-year sentence. Okay. Um, I mean, honestly, like, she put a finger in Chile and tried to, like, sue a corporation for some money. Like, I don't care. Yeah, but also, like, think about, like, how much manpower is dedicated to murder investigation, and that's what the police thought, like, that's right, the fear that they're right. running with. Shh, okay. Like, it uses up a sure. lot of police resources. Like, they pulled the guy off the serial killer case to research where this finger came from. Please. <laughs> they put some fucking desk jockey on it, and they were like, determine whether it's murder or not. And then if it's murder, we'll bring in, like, the actual people that know how to yeah. do their jobs. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Police. Uh, so so i also i did a little bit more digging into anna i wanted to see like what she sue next because she it's she's out of prison right yeah so like she in 2005 in september of 2005 is when she was sentenced and then she only served four years so that would be 2009 so it's like what's anna been up to yeah so um she ended up having to stay in prison for another incident that happened in 2013. What? Um, because her son accidentally shot himself in the ankle with an illegally acquired firearm. Oh. <laughs> he was on parole and he shouldn't have had a gun, but he got one. Um, and then she lied for him. To the police, saying he was shot by other people. And then she hid the firearm for him too. And then he cracked under pressure. And the police questioned him. That son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, now Happy Mother's honest. Day. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wendy's uh, ended up losing $2.5 million in business in the month or the months that the case dragged on. So when we talked earlier about how much McDonald's makes off a coffee in two days, Wendy's is obviously not as successful (laughs) as McDonald's. Oh, uh, but it's kind of, it sucks. I feel like their reaction to the whole thing, though, was weird and questionable. Like, I mean, they just wanted to clear it up, I think. Yeah, but, like, why would you 
publicized because they want to declare it up. Look, I think probably the thinking from whatever the PR team was or whatever. Guys, I'm going to school for marketing, so obviously (laughs) I know these things. Clearly, was it's gonna blow up no matter what. Yeah. So let's get ahead of it and let's ask for help so Mm -hmm. that they know that this isn't like a common occurrence. But I feel like this is an incident where they could have successfully and legitimately run a smear campaign against. Sure this woman and been like this is ridiculous but maybe maybe they were trying to be honorable and not do that without knowing whether she was actually faking it yeah poor stella i mean like yeah or they'd have a stella situation what we're saying is wendy's is the more upstanding corporation accurate they also have the healthier food i mean like and they have that cute mask somewhat healthy wendy originally looks like like, my daughter she looks like pippi longstocking yes so i I, you probably noticed my Dress up as you should not <laughs> whisper that because it's a really good suggestion. Yeah. Um, I'm on the podcast, so get a whisper. She should so dress up. I can Wendy's. whisper, you can't. Because um, they can still hear me. I, I don't know why. No, so sidebar, did yeah. you see my shit eating grin while you were talking about protecting the sun? Uh-huh, I just no. wonder what you would do for your son. <laughs> because. He'll probably. No, don't. Because we think, no. I love you, Dave. If you ever listen to this, don't say his name. I wasn't going to say his name. She's I said Dave. It's mom. Oh, Dave. Yeah. Dave Thomas. Dave Thomas. Amy's son, Dave Thomas. Oh, my God. I fucking, one of us fucking peaked. I assume it was me. me. Oh, I think it was. I don't know. Yeah. We're all peaking. No, I love my son very much. We, but we if running... he's on parole and he shoots himself yeah. in the foot with an illegal gun, are you going to cover for him? Mm, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was a long pause. No. Long pause. no I was mean... thinking about it. So my, I have a five-year-old and a, a five-year-old girl and a three-year-old boy. And uh, the past couple days, we live uh, close to a lake and we walked down to the lake to go see it. And then we come home. And because I hate fucking going on walks with my children where they just like, oh, a rock. Oh, a flower. Yes, it's magical. Life is wonderful. Everything's miraculous. Fucking move. But move. I want to get home. So like. (laughs) Mama needs to take a nap. (laughs) I know. I'm the mother of the year. I get it. So I I tell them we're going to have a race. And then they focus (laughs) and they run. In a straight line. They're to tiny little legs. Yes, with their tiny little legs. Not tiny. Those kids are fucking tall. <laughs> they're yeah, they are. They're yeah. uh, uh, the other one. The older <laughs> one is like almost taller than me. I swear to God. Yeah, no. my three year old. My three year old is over half of my height, and I'm five ten. Jesus, you make them big. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, neither of you are small people. Yes, yes. They're both so, Amazon. Yeah. Well, she's an Amazon. Yeah. He can't be an Amazon. Get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Not worthy. So anyways, I make them race. Only because you have a penis. I, I, I shouldn't say make them race. I suggest a race. And, I and think then it they do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is like sly momming right there. Yeah. Sly. I'm all full of tricks. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, <laughs> I'm all full of tricks. I am my five-year-old. Who's a girl, and she's the like the most empathetic, sweet child ever. She's a little ginger angel. She is, but so like she will. She's. I watch them running, and she will intentionally run behind her brother, even though her legs are fucking longer, and she's way fucking faster because she wants to make him feel good. You know, though, that's the problem with women. Yeah, I told my mom (laughs) that, and my mom said, "Tell her not to be such a fucking girl." (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, but it is mom. her little brother. I know. But she so started what? to edge ahead of him uh-huh. this morning. He's a monster. He a fucking fit. Well, he needs to learn how to lose. Right. He needs to learn how to lose. So when you <laughs> ask me, if you had asked me that question about my but daughter, three and my five-year-old, yes, I would hide the gun. <laughs> I would hide the gun for her, too. <laughs> but my son, as he is right now at the age of three, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> We're just being honest, kids. When they're adults. Never let them listen to this. I love them equally. But they have very different personalities. Oh, no, of course. Yeah. they need different things from me as a parent. Yeah, no. That's why I treat them differently. Of course, no. One of them needs you to hide the gun. The other one needs Needs to to go to jail. No, needs to go to jail. (laughs) No, I would die for either of them. But one is an angel and one is a demon sent from hell. Who scowls at me every time I see him. Yes. Yes. And when I sit on the couch he tries to get as far away from me while still staying on the couch as possible he does that to me too i when i said i'm going guys mama's not gonna see you till tomorrow morning can i get a hug and kiss I said love you mama bye and then she sang me a song i just said my fucking kid's name again and she sang me a song. should i bleep it out yeah she sang me a song which what was comp- the song? Did she she composed it, it on spot about how much she loved me. Oh. And my son said, now! <laughs> this is so... I mean, we should really be wrapping this up. But this is the kid. So when I was staying with her when she lived in, in Minneapolis, it was, it was near the end. Mm-hmm. So I, I had had my fill of small children because mm-hmm. I'm not a mom you know like it's just not I've had my fill <laughs> and her son her daughter was like just sitting on the couch being an angel and her son was just on the hardwood floors just building towers of Legos and then screaming and knocking them down. Yeah, we call that playing Godzilla. He loves it. And it was so loud that I sent Greg a video. I sent Greg a video of just... I did not know that. Yes. Uh, well, because at the time, I didn't want to make you feel bad, but now we're past it. It's, you know, what's it called? It's the... Oh, my God. When a lot... Like, you break the law, but then... Yeah, I know. Statute of limitations limitations on uh, sending mean things about your kids. Um, (laughs) It was the last day, so I was tired. And I just sent Greg a, like, Snapchat of a video of me just sitting on the couch with just, like, looking like I was done. And just the sound and the background of, like, screaming and crashing. And Greg was like... I would fucking leave. (laughs) So, well, you know, we I moved in with my parents recently to be closer to family. Yes, important. Life dreams. (laughs) Accurate. (laughs) Accurate. My uh, parents have had quite fun adjusting (laughs) to the sound of my children (laughs) all the time. They love it. They love it. They love it. I ask my mother daily, "Do you regret inviting us?" To live with you. And she says, I don't know if I would use the word inviting. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Amy's mom is the type of person that would go, yeah. Yeah. yeah she's she's a hundred percent on. She's she goes, No, 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 no. She's very she's very happy. I mean they're her grandkids. Yeah. yeah. She would do yeah, the eye roll is so severe with that. Um No, it wasn't like a oh my god, grandparents are stupid. It's just grandparents like would be more likely, I think, to yeah. hide the gun. Oh, for sure. Yes. 
Because grandparents think that no matter what, that child is perfect. Yeah, an angel sent from heaven. Oh, my mom knows that that my son is a demon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe she thinks that's what the earth needs. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we also know he's three. Yeah. So demon-like behavior is pretty normal at that age. Sure, sure. That's why we have to do say things like, we wouldn't hide the gun, we'd let him go to prison. Because we need him to understand boundaries. And consequences. By the time he gets to five, hopefully, fingers crossed, God willing, he'll be fine. By the time he gets to five, yeah, I'd hide the gun for him, too. Oh, but my he's God. He's going to school. He's right. going to, yeah. to preschool yeah. this fall. So it'll be someone else's problem for a few hours a day. Uh, All right. <laughs> They're amazing children. They are. As, as annoying and brutal i find her son i like i said i would still die for both of them so i think the bottom line is they have the how best did we hair. get here i don't know oh my god they, that that that, that red like yes, yes, yes. <gasps> she is just a perfect little ra- uh, i almost said raven haired <laughs> red haired angel mm-hmm. oh my god and his hair is adorable too yeah. they're very cute they're all right cute. we should be wrapping up yeah like 20 we just ago. spent like 30 minutes talking about amy's children <laughs> Um, So thank you for joining us. I hope that the sound was better this episode. Fingers (laughs) crossed. God, if it's not, guys, I don't know what I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) do. We're just going to use tin cans. Oh, my God. our next episode of this one isn't better. We're just going to talk into tin cans. Guys, I've spent so much money. Um, we're laughing she's not laughing we we are laughing Um, (laughs) follow us on all the things Amy you remember all the things yeah visit our blog and our website at drunkdish.com there you'll find episode updates links to the latest episodes and all of our episodes also recipes that we feature on the show are cocktail recipes too, courtesy of Melissa and some really fun pictures from research and from just us. Recording. But not the vagina pics. Not no. the vagina pics. Sorry guys. You can, those are very Googleable. Yes, they come right up, if but I'm really not. Feel, don't, I, it's not a recommendation. It's I bad. Mean, just replay my reaction from yeah. earlier where I just shouted. Nobody needs to know. <laughs> Stella, we love you. Yeah. Um, also, please, 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 uh, as Melissa just said, she just spent a lot of money um, we have a Patreon site, too, so please become a, a patron. I mean, we do, but, you know, it's episode four, so, like... <laughs> That's okay. People might be might be digging into our archives in a year from now when we're, we are uh, making it. Accurate, accurate. Right? When we're famous. Right. All the patrons. Yep. Okay, yep. <laughs> so please visit our, our uh, Patreon site. Um, I can't remember what that Gram-town? is. Gramtown? Oh, Patreon, you can just look up Drunk Dish. Oh, cool. Or Drunk Dish Pod, Perfect. whatever. Look and, up one of those. And then we're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook um, for people who aren't scared off by Russian hackers. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook's for the older people. Yes, it is. <clears throat> it is. Uh, love you, our Facebook <laughs> friends, fans, whatever you Aaron, called. hi. Hi, Aaron. <laughs> Delicious cider. Yes. Really? Oh, good. Really yeah. Top notch. Uh, we'll have to take a picture so that we can uh, talk about it. Yeah. Because it's really good. Yeah. Really good. Mm-hmm. Really and good. I would recommend it. Our beautiful pictures of cocktails and vintage cookbooks that we reference. Uh, check out the Instagram. That's probably take the- it on down to Ramtown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. And uh, join us in two weeks for the next episode. Yay! Okay, that's it. Bye. 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 Bye.